This is the Authentic Sex Podcast, real-life conversations about sex, pleasure, and relationships. I'm your host, Juliet Allen. Welcome to season three of the Authentic Sex Podcast. My name is Juliette Allen. I'm a sexologist and a sex and relationship coach. And yeah, you're listening to season three of the podcast. This season is going to be full of really awesome, juicy content. I have some epic guests coming onto this season. As you all know, if you're a long-time listener, season one was all just me talking about sex and relationships. Season two was sprinkled with a few guests, and this season will be heavily featuring guests. So I'm so looking forward to sharing all the juicy content with you. In particular, I am looking forward to introducing Steph. Stephanie Phillips is the guest on today's episode and today's episode is titled Female Ejaculation and Orgasmic Alchemy. Now female ejaculation is such a mysterious topic and so misunderstood and I get a lot of questions from listeners and clients around this topic so I thought it would be exciting and fun to kick off season three with the topic of female ejaculation. But this episode doesn't just cover that, it covers so much more. Steph is a Tantra teacher and she has um, been teaching Tantra all around the world. And so she also um, speaks to orgasmic alchemy and the magic of orgasm and how that energy can fuel our life. And um, I absolutely loved this this episode with Steph. We had so much fun recording and I'm hoping that you also enjoy it. So before we begin, this episode is sponsored by the Juliet Pleasure Wand. The Juliet is a premium crystal pleasure wand. I designed it myself. It's designed to heighten your sexual energy, increase self-love, self-pleasure, expand your orgasms and connect you to your true sexual essence. So the crystal pleasure ones are my absolute favorite sex toy, which is why I sell them. And you can read more and purchase your own wand by visiting my website, www.juliet-allen.com. Another exciting piece of news that I wanted to mention before I begin with Steph is I'm launching I've actually already launched a brand new online course and I'm so excited to share it with you because I know a lot of you have been requesting that I bring out a new course and a lot of you have been wanting something that's accessible for everyone globally so this course is a four-week course it's called how to become an exceptional lover It is a live course, so it's four weeks, you log in every week, and I will be online and be teaching you and sharing with you. And never fear if you cannot attend, um, 
at this specific time every week will be recorded so you'll have access to it now anyone globally can join as i mentioned but there are limited spots so what you need to do if you're interested in this course is you need to register as soon as possible because the um, registrations will close a day before it begins on july 2nd and as i said limited spots so if you're keen if you're feeling like oh this is something i'm interested in jump on over to my website there's heaps of more information on there including pricing etc and register as soon as you can and i'm really looking forward to meeting a lot of you the other thing i forgot to mention is this is actually only for women so the course explores sex womanhood and manifesting our desires so sorry guys this one isn't for you however i do have it in mind that i would love to create a course for men in the future so visit my website www.juliet-allen.com and you can also find me on Instagram where there will be more information at J-U-L-I-E-T Juliet underscore Allen A-L-L-E-N. Let's kick off this episode. Welcome to the podcast, Steph. Thanks for saying yes. Thanks, Julia. It's great to be here. Yeah, I feel really happy that I get to hang out with you, number one. And then number two, that we get to have a chat about all these amazing things and you get to share your wisdom and knowledge with with the world. So thank yeah. you. Tell me, tell the listeners a little bit about you. Like, what are you doing in the world? Intro yourself. Intro myself. Okay. Um, Well, I am a tantric practitioner, I guess you'd say, or a tantric guide. Um, I facilitate workshops and um, hold immersions and uh, retreats. And uh, a speaker, I go around the world and I also um, run workshops uh, from hometown Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this work is amazing that it, you know, it also takes me to these incredible places. Mm-hmm. And it really is, for me, it's about um, supporting people to remember who they are, to come home to a more... Um, wholesome part healthy sexuality in themselves mm. and um, that to me is very dear to me because you know our sexuality is so important mm. and um, to be in touch with that and and to feel that is that it's um, a joyful experience and something that leads to more intimacy in relating mm. what got you into this work like what's your yeah. Let's go back in time. To, yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, well, I think for me, this has always been a, um, about residing authentically in the body. And my original uh, career was a dancer. So I guess I was trained as a ballet dancer and worked as a, as a dancer. And um, so that was probably the original place of coming into this, being aware of body and being aware of energy. Um, and I remember seeing a, um, a DVD, well, actually, it was a video in those days. It was probably about 30 years ago about a Tantra workshop that was run, um, done in Hawaii. And there was something in that seeing people in this 
ecstatic state and this blissful um, experience that just went to my core in my DNA. It was just something that just sprang alive in me. And at that stage, I was, you know, living the traditional conservative uh, life with, you know, I was having children, I was married. And so I kind of put it aside. But, you know, all these years later, here I am, um, I thought, tracked that down, followed that desire, that that calling. And um, here I am. Um, you know, it's it's like it's as if life led me to this. It wasn't something that I planned for, it. Mm. Um, but it, it's come to me, and um, I can't imagine myself doing anything else. Mm. And you were sharing with me off before we started recording that your son's now involved in this work and. Yeah. Yes. So beautiful. I love that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I've got two adult kids. Um, well, they're not kids anymore. Um, my son and my daughter, um, and my—they're uh, both actually involved in different ways with sex ed. And Simon is uh, also involved with this kind of um, conscious sexuality on a global scale. So it's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How old's he? He's thirty-one. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about female ejaculation today, and we're going to talk about orgasmic alchemy. I think we'll start. What? What would you like? Which topic would you like to start on? Well, the one you said first. I think. Okay. Let's, let's go, go for, for the juice. <laughs> yes. Let's go for the juice. So, um, lots of people ask me about female ejaculation. And I think there's a lot of mystery around it and there's not much online that really gives any answers. It's like people want to know what is it, um, how do I do it, you know, all these things. I don't have all the answers because I haven't experienced it within my own body. Mm -hmm. So, and I like, so that's why I've got you here because I know that you have definitely experienced it um, and, and you do, yeah, you're in touch with that. So yeah. tell me a bit about what is, what is it? Mm. Well, yeah, it's interesting. I have uh, people asking me about this too. And as I think I shared with you before we sort of started recording, that um, a lot of women come to me and they say, I want to learn how to squirt. Mm. Show me how to squirt. Mm. And there's something in that that feels less than honoring. Mm. So the first thing for me is to kind of guide this in a way to really hold this in an honoring way that Amrita and female ejaculation is a gift mm. and it's a, it's a, it's a blessing. It, it is a mystery. Mm. Science hasn't even really worked it out yet. In fact, yeah. medical people are still not sure whether it's actually real. You know, yeah. There are still some people out there saying, oh, it's just urine. But yeah. in fact, it's not. Mm. Um, and it, it happens um, when you're relaxed, when you're feeling safe, when mm. you're feeling... Um, that it's possible to let go mm. when it, when there's trust mm. and so it's not something to go for as some kind of party know, trick. performance or party yeah. trick mm. yeah and I think that's the first key mm. um, and like anything else in sexuality from my point of view anything anyway it's not something you're trying to make happen mm. um, it's not something you're forcing or 
certainly we can actually teach ourselves mm. to ejaculate, mm. which is something we can have a chat about. Yeah. Um, but I did want to kind of frame it up that, you know, this is an honouring space. This is mystical fluid. It's, mm. it's um, the Amrita. It's it's um, the blessing from the goddess. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a beautiful way of, like, framing it mm. like that. And I think how you, you know, how you say it's not something that we need to force or be, it kind of reminds me of the non-goal oriented sex. You know, it's like we don't want to force ejaculating as a man. Yeah. We don't just want to be doing it just to, to ejaculate. So why would we be forcing it as, yeah. as so, a woman? Yeah, it, it is the same thing. In fact, you know, when we look at ejaculation and orgasm, they're two different things. Mm. They happen in different parts of the brain mm. and that is the same whether you're in a male body or a female body mm. so if I was working with a man he would be learning that his ejaculation and his orgasm are separate mm. and learning how to separate them and the same is true in a woman's body mm. so we can ejaculate without or having an orgasm and we can orgasm without ejaculating yeah um, they don't necessarily happen at the same. They might happen at the same time, but not necessarily so. Mm. Do you remember the first time that you ejaculated? Um, I think I was so. like most women. Uh, I shouldn't say most women. I was like many women. I wasn't aware that this was even possible. Mm. Um, and I, looking back now, I realised that I did spontaneously ejaculate. Mm. Um, but I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. And I remember one particular um, time in lovemaking that that happened and, mm. you know, I just thought, oh, well, I've just peed everywhere. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that was okay. I just sort of, you know, we just dealt with all that. But um, it wasn't really until I came to this work that I realised that, oh, this is, some, this is a gift. This is something that... Is possible and it's it's it it's amazing to be able to gift that for myself and have that kind of letting go mm. um, that can happen in my body mm. and so yeah it did come later in life mm. but I know lots of younger women who are just naturally tuned into their bodies yeah. and um, ejaculate easily yeah do you do you subscribe to the belief that every woman can it's just I do yeah yeah we've we've all got the same structures and and mm. I do believe that everyone is potentially able to ejaculate mm. and what's needed most is to feel safe mm. to stay relaxed and to feel trusting mm. and you know it would it would be first of all a place on your own to start exploring how to do that so um, self-pleasuring in um, a beautiful kind of temple space that you've prepared that's not time you know you're not rushing yourself mm -hmm. um, where you can really relax and take some time mm -hmm. spend some beautiful time arousing yourself mm -hmm. um, and go inside rather than rubbing the outside of the clitoris yeah which is a lot of women will kind of go for the quick release wish we had a video camera right now because <laughs> you should see what stuff's doing she's like got her fingers on the, on the, on the back of her hand. hand she's just like rubbing like 
<laughs> yes, simulating the move yeah. um, of what a lot of women do um, to kind of have a quick release. Yeah. And so this is about really dropping into the body and allowing the body to relax and open mm. and going inside the yoni. Mm. And um, so the ejaculation will want to build when you're creating more pressure and, and um, arousal on the G-spot. Mm. So if you're lying on your back and you've got your fingers inside yourself, mm. you're going to sort of press your fingers upwards. Like, like if you've got a, a clock, it's 12 o'clock on the clock face. Yeah. And that's the region where um, the, the G-spot is mm. and uh, ejaculation um, builds in that area. And why is that anatomically? Because females have a prostate like a man does, but mm. our prostate is uh, wrapped around our urethra mm. where our pee comes out. Mm. And so the urethra, the glands of the urethra, sit on the other side of the, the vaginal wall. Uh -huh. And so when you're stimulating your G-spot, you're actually uh, building arousal and the, the glands of the urethra filled with fluid mm. so and that's part of the clitoral um, mechanism so the clitoris is a big sort of structure that's full of erectile tissue mm. just like a, a man's cock is yeah. and that's what kind of swells up and builds and and fluid builds in that urethral structure and that's where the ejaculation comes out yeah and so you know how they science hasn't like science hasn't proved what it is which is kind of fascinating and cool because it just leads back to the mystery of like yes. these mysterious fluids yes um so is it so it's not pee people because i'm mm. just i'm busting myths for people that because mm -hmm. they inbox me and they're like is it we is it this is it that and you know i answer to what i know mm -hmm. um from more of like what i've learnt. but yeah what's your view it's not it's, it's not urine. It's not urine, no. Mm. And um, it's got a quality, when scientists look at it, it's got a quality of uh, prostate fluid that a man has. Mm. So um, the fluid that comes from a male prostate, mm. it, it's before it actually gets into the testicles and, and mixes with sperm, it has the same, our ejaculation fluid has the same qualities. Mm. Um, and it's definitely not pee. It's, it's got a quite a, a sweet taste. Mm. Um, so, and there's actually, you're, everyone here, when they start to actually get, get this, mm. um, you know, I'd really encourage, go to the toilet and pee first before you start your self-pleasure practice. Mm. So you know you've got an empty bladder. Mm. And so when you feel the urge to pee, which is a classic signal that mm. ejaculation is possible mm. or, you know, almost ready to come, um, you know you can let go. Have a towel mm. nearby, mm. stick it under your bum and, and just um, – give yourself permission to release as if you're peeing mm. and then you know that that's how you teach yourself mm. um and you'll feel you'll smell the difference it's got a different odor it's it's kind of sweet it's it's different to urine mm. it's definitely different fluid i remember when i was younger i was probably um maybe 21 
and with my partner back then I'd always feel the urge to wee and I was so young I didn't really know so I'd go I was constantly running to the toilet in, in sex I was like I need a wee again I need a wee again like and I'd just go back and forth and it was just this thing of like what the hell's going on yeah. so like I've looked back on that I'm like oh that wasn't yeah. wee because my bladder was empty but yes. I was so paranoid about weeing that I was like always on edge that I was gonna wee but it was probably yeah. that it's- and then I would have just Shut down and gone, no, 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 no. Exactly. Mm. And this is a classic. You know, a lot of women are shutting down. We're shutting down our arousal. We're shutting down our orgasmic potential. We're shutting down the possibility of releasing this beautiful fluid as a gift for ourselves and our lovers. Mm. Um, And this is just old programming. Yeah. Um, So there's such a freedom of being able to um let this happen Mm. and it's it's a blessing and it's a gift and it's a Mm. like a celebration it's beautiful Mm. and one little tip i noticed uh i just want to share with you yeah (laughs) yeah um how i learned to do this consciously is i wouldn't lie on my back Mm. I, when I was self-pleasuring, I would sort of squat hmm. so that I would be upright. Yeah. And that, you know, gravity helps. Okay. Um, yeah. And so that might be something that, you know, you could try. Hmm. Um, and, and also give yourself lots of time, lots of time to build up and get aroused and build hmm. that pleasure for yourself and really hmm. get yourself in a beautiful space. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, you'll feel that as you get more aroused and, you know, your erectile tissue is there, you know, everything becomes a lot of, lots of spongy mm. sort of feelings in your genitalia and mm. um, you'll feel, there's a kind of like a squelchy, you know, it's very spongy mm. as it starts to build. Yeah. And then, you know, you can get yourself upright and pee inadvertent commas yeah yeah uh, you know actually yeah. go for go for your pee mm. um which you're talking about ejaculating not peeing exactly for those who can't see yes yeah. yes mm. I, I i talk a lot with my hands yeah so. <laughs> yeah um and the other thing uh to try is that if you're feeling that you're full and spongy and there's you know um feeling like you've got this build-up Take your hand out or your dildo out mm. or your vegetable or whatever yeah. you might be using at the time <laughs> or, or a cock or whatever, you know, is around. And whatever's around. <laughs> whatever's around. Whatever's around, just take it's it out of you. Yeah. <laughs> just that spare cock. <laughs> oh, I have a spare cock in the corner. Um, yes. Wouldn't mind one of those. <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah. Cock, come out of the corner. <laughs> However, in this particular moment, Get the cock yeah, out. Yeah. So get the spare <laughs> cock out. Um, yes. And why is that? To take it out of your yoni. Yeah. To give it some room because I find that that is when I release mm. Amrita. Mm. While I've still got my hand inside mm. or the cock inside, mm. um, it doesn't tend to, to flow. Yeah. So, okay, good tip. Yeah, there's my little tip for that busy one. busy tonight. Yes. It's going to be a good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to add to the ejaculation piece? It's beautiful to share it. Mm. And it is a blessing. And 
I think there's education to be had out there that this is something that is to be celebrated. Mm. And it's it's the old framework of, you know, uh, female sexuality being constricted and held back. Mm. And this is the opposite. Mm. There is something um, about this mystery of the power of our feminine mm. that wants to be remembered and this one this is one way that we can remember it mm. to share yeah. this and gift our lovers with this and spread you know spread the love yeah awesome thank mm. you such mm. a pleasure mm. i know <laughs> i know it is <laughs> oh, I'm loving having guests now on, on this podcast because I just get to talk to really amazing people like you and um, just, yeah, be, be in the juiciness of it and then oh, share that. Absolutely. Mm. Well, the feeling's the same. It's great yeah. to connect with you here too. Yeah. So let's move into orgasmic alchemy. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Orgasmic Alchemy is the name of a workshop that I run Mm. and it's letting go of any constriction that we're holding in the body Mm. that limits our um, orgasmic freedom. Mm. And it's about coming home into the body rather than just being in your head all the time. Mm -hmm. And the performance that goes on a lot of the time is when we're in our head. Mm. So orgasmic alchemy is coming home to the body, letting go of any constriction that's held in the body physically or energetically or um, sexually. Mm. And that can be held in old stories that we carry from a long time ago. Mm. So, you know, my philosophy is that we hold old stories and we hold our um, programming physically in the body. And... And so we've learned to shut down and uh, control or constrict our bodies mm. so our energy can't flow freely. Mm. And so orgasmic alchemy is about how we can let go of the blocks that don't serve us anymore. Mm. So we stop looping old patterns of relating or emotional patterns or you know anything that keeps us in our drama mm. and so we become free when we let go of those old blocks and the energy can run and if that means that that's orgasmic energy and it runs from our sex center and spills up into our heart that's beautiful mm. and with that can come the emotions and vulnerability that we haven't allowed ourselves to connect with for a long time mm. perhaps they've been too intense to feel mm. And that's one of the reasons why we disconnect from them in the first place is because they were a little overwhelming for us to be with. Mm. However, in this process with this work that I'm doing with Orgasmic Alchemy, Mm. it's feeling safe enough in your body Mm. to allow that to run Mm. and really allow yourself to go there and know that it's okay. It's safe to be in your body. Mm. whatever wants to flow and behind that is our joy Mm. behind that that is our orgasmic bliss Mm. and it wants to flow through the body that's our natural state yeah and so that's kind of the philosophy of all my work yeah we're orgasmic beings yeah 
Yeah, I think women in particular put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be like having orgasms, having different types of orgasms. You know, it's like, oh, well, I want to have this one and this one and this one and this one and how can I have this? And it's like, I think, you know, what I was taught a long time ago was that uh, to stop focusing on like all the different types and, and just like knowing that orgasmic energy is flowing through us all the time. Like it's there, it's there now. Even if you don't feel it, you can access it. Yes. And yeah, that's yes, so true. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's the subtle sensations that we tend to override to get to a goal. Yeah, and it's in the subtle sensations that's where the magic is. Mm. And what if we're not chasing anything? What if we're not actually even trying for an orgasm? What if we're just connecting, even if it's just on our own, mm. connecting with ourselves mm. or connecting with a lover? Mm. And allowing our heart to open and allowing ourselves to be seen mm. and witnessed in our vulnerability. Mm. That to me is very beautiful mm. and heart opening. And um, there's an intimacy and a depth that comes with that that you don't get when you're fucking from the waist down mm. in in and feeling unsafe. There mm. are a lot of people having sex and not feeling safe mm. in their bodies. Mm. So for me, this is about reversing all of that, mm. unlearning all of that programming and coming home to feeling safe and trusting and not going for the ultimate, ultimate orgasm mm. or ejaculation like we were talking about earlier, mm. you know, just being, being real. Mm. and um letting go of the pressure letting go of the you know pressure. like there's like a lot of women who come to me who are like i just feel so much pressure from my partner he wants me to come yes. he wants me to have the orgasm yes. and so then i shut down because i'm like feel so much pressure and then it just creates this whole yes. thing it's a cycle you know what if um let's say in a hetero situation and there's uh, the guy and the woman who connect and it's, it's looking really good and they go home together one night and what if he says, hey, I just want to let you know um, that I won't be trying to have an ejaculation. I won't be going for an ejaculation because mm. I don't need to come mm. to feel satisfied. I just want to connect with you. Mm. And what if she in response says, oh, I'm so glad you said that. Thank you. Because I just want to let you know, I'm not going to be chasing an orgasm. Mm. And what if mm, it just opens up? Just relax and connect. Oh, this feels so good in my body. Yeah. Just hearing that, you know. Yeah. I spoke about it with Dane today too. He, he, which if you're listening, would be on a podcast probably before this one. Dane Thomas and he was was speaking about when there's no no even goal of penetration and it's just like just being with each other even if you take that goal out if, you know take that out of the equation it can often be more erotic and more juicy and more pleasurable and more intimate and connected than if you just you know wham bam thank you mamming oh for sure oh and once you've had this experience You'll never go back. No, it's like <laughs> just you can't. You're like, oh, okay, well, that's cut a lot of possibilities out, but opened up yeah. a lot more. But it's like you really have to let go of. But we're changing the world 
Juliet. Yes. Right? Yeah. Having these conversations, mm. we're changing the world because more and more people are having these experiences where they can't go back. Yeah. So we're tipping the balance. <laughs> yes. I like that. Yeah, we are. We're tipping it. One person at a time, hopefully thousands today when they listen to this. Absolutely. Mm. Yes. So that kind of, I just had this thought, what are for people who are listening, who are women or men who are like, oh, I really want, I want to experience this with a lover, but where do I find people to experience this with? You know, it's either they're on Tinder and they're like, there's no one on there who's interested or they feel nervous about, talking to people about like hey like I want to what, what, what advice would you give to like where do people start to find exceptional lovers that you yeah. and I probably seem to find <laughs> <laughs> well I think you know the work that you're doing and you know all of us we're sort of creating community mm. um, that does gather people together mm. So I love what you're creating mm. and I run retreats and workshops mm. and people gather there and you know it's not it's not a hookup place that's for sure it's mm. you know everyone's there to do their own to connect with themselves first mm. however community happens from there mm. bonds deep intimate soul bonds mm. happen there and then you, then you realize you're actually in a space where these are your dear friends mm. this is your tribe this is your community of of friend this is your new friendship group not that the old friendships go away mm. but you've expanded your world yeah and um there is a whole world out there um where people are coming together consciously because this is not new people are you know gathering together now they want something more as well yeah so the person that's on their own at home going, where am I going to find someone that's also into this? There are other people saying exactly the same thing. Yeah. what you? I like the Rumi quote, what you seek is seeking you. Mm. Are you in that one? Yeah. That's, that's got great. me through a lot. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's always someone else who's yearning for that same experience out there yeah. in the world. And so what I often say is as we raise our frequency which is what we've been talking about this whole time yeah right yeah. instead of um being sort of shut down and constricted and and looping in our old stories as we let the stories go and we open up this vibration through our whole bodies and we open our hearts mm. what we're doing is we're creating a new reality mm. and with that new reality we're calling in a new vibration into our reality. In other words, we're magnetizing different people and different situations mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. our physical world mm. because we're different. Yeah. So um, as you open up in this work, in you know, and it starts with yourself, with yourself pleasuring. Mm and perhaps coming to, you know, a workshop or an evening or, you know, whatever sort of you feel drawn to, um, you're opening up this space in yourself that then creates a domino effect. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's how magic happens. Mm. It really is. It, it, you're creating a different world for yourself. Yeah. What would you say to someone who's listening who's never experienced any sort of orgasm they feel like they haven't 
they're just like, oh, I'm missing out. What's this all about? Because there's a lot of women more so yeah. who have just are not experiencing that. Where do, where do people begin from your point of view? Yeah, well, I think, you know, one would be great to come along to, um, you can have a private session or come mm. to an evening with other people, but even if that's too much, mm. you can start right here and um, create a space for yourself to touch your body. And even, it doesn't even have to be in a sexual way but just in a loving way mm. and come home to the body where you're not disconnecting. And the three things to remember when you're touching your body is breath, sound, and movement. So what I mean by that is bring your breath deep down into your belly mm. so that you become a big deep belly breather again and not a shallow breather. Mm. So you're allowing the breath to come deep down into the belly. Mm. Allow sound out, ah, even if it's just a sigh. Mm. It opens the throat. It's sort of saying to the subconscious that it's okay for the energy to move. It's mm. okay to open. Mm. Breath, sound, and movement. Allow your hips to move. Allow your body to rock and undulate. Mm. Breath, sound, and movement are the three things that bring you back into your body so that you can start to feel. Mm. And it's feeling with conscious touch, mm. being gentle with yourself mm. and not trying to go for anything. And I think that's a great start for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a um, self, what's your self-pleasure practice like? Like is it daily or is it weekly or is it however you feel? Like when yeah. I was chatting to Debs, who, who people, if people listen every week, they would have heard that episode. And he was like, yeah, like twice a day, every day. Yeah. But, and I was like, whoa, like, oh, okay, geez, I'm going to get he's to a, it. He's a dedicated being. Oh, yeah. I have to say. <laughs> Consistent. Yeah. Yeah. But it clearly works. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that dedicated, I have to say, but I think, um, you know, to stay connected. Mm. And it's easy, particularly in a woman's body, we make a whole lot of excuses mm. not to do that, mm. not to go there. And uh, we'll say, oh, I'm too tired, mm. or I'm too busy, or I can't be bothered right now, or mm. oh, I'm, not, just not, I'm just not feeling it. Mm. Um, so just watch the mind chatter yeah. and give yourself the space regularly. So even if it is once a week, mm. Mm. Um, but, you know, hopefully it's more, give yourself the space at least once a week to set a space as if you were inviting in your ideal lover mm, mm. and that's um, the kind of sacred space mm. to allow yourself to drop in turn off your phone put some music on um, light a candle you know mm. just create um, a space that feels honoring mm. and uh, quality is good mm. yeah so if you can't manage twice a day um, <laughs> like Des which is pretty which impressive is impressive and probably the key to looking so youthful yeah but yeah. something to aspire to Some, yeah yeah however for the rest of us mere mortals <laughs> <laughs> aim for once a week if you're not doing it at all this morning I was actually lying in bed and I was like Oh, I feel like really turned on, but 
I've got to get out of bed. Like I've got have to interview someone and and I was like checking my phone and then I was like, all right, stop. Like, and but I didn't feel like I had it in me to just fully get into self pleasuring. So I just allowed myself to just lie there and put my hand on my heart, mm. hand on my pussy, and just like, mm. okay, I love you. Like you're amazing. I hear you feeling turned on. There's not really time to go into this right now. But like it was more of a different. You know, it doesn't have to be like. You, I'm ejaculating all over the room and it's amazing. You got me, you know, it's like I don't think it needs to be that. It just could be two minutes if that's all you have that morning. Yeah. And I love hearing you because what I'm feeling when you talk like that is that you haven't gone for the quick five second rub to get a release. And you know, hey, we all know our super highway and and, but you know, this is this is a different way of connecting with self and Mm. yeah it doesn't have to be sort of the full thing as you say ejaculating all over the room and having multiple orgasms and having this big show going on yes it's really about coming back into your body feeling the touch and feeling that self-love feeling Mm. that nurturing that you're giving yourself Mm. um and breath sound and movement allow allow your hips to move and allow that awakening of yeah blood flow and and breath and Mm. um energy it's it's there if you uh don't drown it out with your mind chatter yeah i think coming back to what you said before about not going for the quick fix that's what i used to do Mm. i just just like not satisfying for me at all but yeah thinking about reflecting on what you said I just wouldn't want to do that anyway because then it's just like you know if I were to go for a clitoral orgasm it's just like a quick bang and then all the energy goes anyway and I love feeling like all like juicy Mm. and turned on all day Mm. every day like that inspires me creatively it inspires me makes me feel happy excited so to go for the quick rub you know, it's, it's like kind of cheating yourself. A yeah, bit. I mean, and I mean, but I used to do it all too. the time. Yeah, <laughs> and every now and then it's kind of fun to yeah. rebel. Yeah, every now and then I'm like, I'm getting on the clit, and I don't care about all all my teachers have told me. I want to rebel, you know. But that's like every only every now and then. But <laughs> absolutely, do you ever rebel like that? Of course, yeah. I'm a rebellious person. Yeah, go yeah. figure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fuck you, mentors. I just want to. Just be naughty. Yeah, I'm doing it my way. And, you know, and we're all human. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to think about the dirtiest thing possible and just be a real rebel right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all welcome here. And I think mm. the other thing that I want to mention before we sort of um, wrap up mm. is this awareness of the womb. So, mm. um, you know, we've lost connection with this womb mystery and power that we hold in Mm. our bodies Mm. and that's another aspect of the work that um, I find really important Mm. going on into um, activating these codes that we hold in Mm. our body Mm. Um, and that's a whole different uh, that's another podcast maybe next time I'm in town yeah for sure 
But, you know, I've got a workshop coming up. Um, yeah, Orgasmic Alchemy mm-hmm. is an evening that I'm running in Melbourne mm-hmm. uh, next month in May 17th. Yeah. And I'm running a weekend in Byron called Sacred Mysteries. Mm, when's that? Are, that's in uh, at the end of May, May 31st, June 2nd. So I don't even know whether this will be out. I don't, I'm not sure of the dates because I'm recording quite far ahead. But um, maybe... If it's not, then where do people find you so they can find the next lot of workshops? Yes, there's always something on. Yeah. Um, so the website is tantricsynergy.com.au. Yeah. And I'm also on Instagram, Tantric Synergy. T-A-N-T-R-I-C-S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y. Got it. I was always good at English. <laughs> amongst other Paid things. Off. <laughs> Paid off. <laughs> Paid off. Um, last question to wrap up. What's your definition of Tantra? <laughs> like your own, because everyone's got their own mm-hmm. definition and experience, but I'd be interested to get yours. What I'm just feeling right now is it's self-love. Mm. It's coming back to loving self and coming home. Um, residing in your ease in yourself and allowing love to flow mm. because from that place uh, you can create anything mm. and you can love others mm. and just be that inspiring magical being that we're here to be mm, beautiful mm. thank you so much thank you so honoured yeah yeah, yeah.